Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Dion Miller in for Cap. I am Jay Hood. It's a Waddle Wednesday on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. We'll hear from Tom coming up at 835. And we got the phrase that pays. We're going to hook you up with an opportunity to have the Super Bowl all taken care of. Brought to you by Lou Melnati. But first, shout out no shot. And it's brought to you by... That would be... ESPN Bet, now live in Illinois. Sign up today to bet the big game this weekend. New users get $100 in bonus bets on any sports book bet. We say good morning to Shea W. Norling. <laughs> good morning, Hoodie Dion. Great to have you in this morning with Kaplan's and Durham oh enjoying a, some quality time going to the Duke game. Can I say what uh, someone just tweeted at us, which I think is so great? What's up? He says he thinks we're on to something huge here. Shay should be the AI voice of everything possible. Yes. Just imagine the CTA, the next bus stop, is Belmont. And instead, you get this voice of Shay yelling, know your stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's demanding. And by the way, it gets people's attention. Get hey, out. That's right. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> you think you're going to fall asleep on this train? <laughs> I got another thing coming. Get off oh of the. Oh my god! Get off of the of the plane now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Leave. That's nothing wrong with that. Got to get people's attention, Dion. That's what yep. you got to do in this world. Uh, you're right. Shot or no shot? Here's Shay Norling. Shay. Yeah. Also remember, we're hooking you up. Your Super Bowl party, two hundred fifty dollars Lou Malnati's gift card. Just oh. be listening when Paula Dean tells you she's I love loving. Rubbing. Yeah. I love rubbing. When, I love rubbing it. When you hear that full drop at any point throughout the show, call or Tim will get a $250 gift card to Lou Malnati's. They'll take care of your Super Bowl party. Neko, here's Shay Norley. Shay? <laughs> Very excited about that. Uh, all right, Adam Schefter told Waddle and Sylvie yesterday he thinks the Bears can get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. We know there are always desperate GMs in the league, and the most desperate right now to me would be Terry Fontenot of the Atlanta Falcons. Fontenot's been through his first head coach, just fired Arthur Smith. He believes he has the weapons in place. He's used top draft picks on Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and he's whiffed badly on his biggest quarterback swings in Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Shot or no shot, Ryan Poles could fleece the Falcons. It's a shot. It's a shot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason why is because, again, they're trying to figure out who they are. The Ritter thing did not work. They do not have a quarterback in the pipeline. And so, yeah, that's a shot that they can get a number one pick and more mm-hmm. from the Falcons. I think that's a shot. Is You think that it is like fleecing them because you don't think Justin is worth that? I just think that they would go above and beyond to be able to find get the quarterback get the, right. Get the quarterback right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time since I'd Matt say, Ryan. I'd say it's a shot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. First time since Matt Ryan. And it's a feel-good. Bring him home. It's a feel-good moment. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, yeah, that's part of I mean, it as well. No, there's. I said earlier that there's always a desperate team mm-hmm. that needs to be able to get this done. A GM that feels like he's at the end or a head coach that wants to get off to a great start. There's always a storyline with this, Dion. And so I just think, yeah, that's a shot that they could do that with the Falcons. We've made that parallel. I said Steelers. I said Falcons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A number of teams need a quarterback. Why not Justin if that's the direction the Bears are going? Well, what the Falcons have been through, like just 
being bad as they've been, they are in that desperate situation mm-hmm. to make a move like that. Well, and Terry Fontenot's got to be feeling like he is close to getting fired. Mm-hmm. Right. Once you have to fire your first head coach, it's only a matter of time. You got to get it right quickly or you're done. So I feel like you de- desperation's bad cologne, man. Ryan Poles might be able to smell it on him a little bit. Shay? All right. Uh, reports have surfaced ahead of tomorrow's NBA trade deadline. The Bulls are down to just one untouchable player, Kobe White. That means, based on reports, everyone else, including Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams, and Andre Drummond, everyone on this roster, up for grabs at the deadline. But they won last night. Big win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Come back down 23 in the second half. But they came back and won an overtime behind 30 points in the second half from Kobe White. Has some people concerned they might not do anything again because they believe they can win games against good opponents. Shot or no shot. DeMar DeRozan will be traded this week. I say no shot. I don't think they do anything. I think we anticipate this trade deadline moment. We've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I think that they will say, well, it's fine. I don't think they do anything. That's too so. bad. That's too bad. I, I could see Michael Reinsdorf being excited and giddy in the box with his arms raised to see that overtime victory. And we'll talk about it um, in a little bit, um, the details of that game. But just briefly, I really enjoyed that game a lot. That was against a, a quality opponent in Minnesota. That's a contender now based on how they play the regular mm-hmm. season. And for them to be able to do that down 23 in the game and win that game was exciting. But, but I, again, don't confuse activity with accomplishment. Right. The idea, Correct. I mean, it's great that they won that game, but that's, that's who the Bulls are to an extent. But and you get them you know, for the rest of this regular season, the playoffs, that's not how they're going to play. I think that they're good you know, as is. But you just know that the Bulls don't have a move to make. That's one thing we had to point out. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the move to make to add on? That's what I'm saying. So it should be a shot that DeMar DeRozan is traded because that's an asset that teams want. Teams want DeRozan mm-hmm. and or Caruso, Caruso. Mm-hmm. or both in a package if they can. Look, people will download the box score this morning like, what did Caruso do? If you watch the game, you know what oh. he did. He was but all that's over the floor. Who, he's such an impact player for things that don't, for not the numbers that show up on the box. Like, that's who he is. Yes. Yeah, I mean, again, the way he was out there defensively, the way he was leading the break, you know, getting, causing turnovers, causing havoc uh, defensively, he was fantastic. And what I'm telling you is, is that that should be a shot that DeMar DeRozan should be traded. And it's, by the way, people will hear that and think that we're trying to run him out of town. No. no. We're just saying that at some point the Bulls have to figure out who they are. You have to pick a lane. I Standing know. still does, is not picking a lane. They've done that, though, for three years, Hoodie. Like, we've, we've gone to, the, th- to this day, this trade deadline day, and been like, oh, my gosh, they're going to make this gigantic. No. Then just fizzle. Nothing. It should be a shot, but knowing the Bulls, they were so excited about that game. No, it's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. When it's, I don't think any fans are holding on to DeMar DeRozan. It's literally just the front office at this point. Like, I think the fan base, by and large, would prefer him gone. Not because they don't like him, but it's just the reality of the situation. you got to right. rip the Band-Aid off eventually. Yeah. Not the 100 level at the United Center. Their arm, they were ready for it. They, they thought that this is going to be a move. I mean, because I was excited about the game, too. But I, I know the league, and I know that this Bulls team is less than. Right. This is no, and again, right. this is no shot at Kobe White. There's no shot at DeRozan. Or who's, what I'm saying is, as a collective, it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Not, and there's not a move to make to make it better. So you've got to pick a lane, and you've got to start uh, tearing this down. 
to try yeah. to rebuild. And, I'm, yes. and by the way, I'm not saying build around Kobe White either. I'm not saying that either. No, no, I don't know that I would be making that move either. So. But but don't I mean again, what you just said, don't you know, confuse activity with accomplishment. Yes, Minnesota's good. Minnesota's one of the best team in the West, right? Yeah. So that was a huge win for the Bulls. But those two teams play each other 10 times. The Bulls maybe win one or two. That 100 level, boy, they were they were, they were into there it. for it. Oh, boy. At this point, I would call activity accomplishment, too, by the way. Like, that, that, that team has become a swamp. The, the water's been stagnant for three years, and there is moss growing all over it. Got algae, you got problems. Time to just do anything. Mm-hmm. Activity at this point would be accomplishment for them. Shay? Uh, all right, big news in the sports streaming world yesterday. Fox. Warner Discovery and Disney are set to debut a new streaming service that will bundle their live sports options, hoping to become your new home for live sports. So any live sports you get from Fox, places like TNT, Disney, ESPN, they're going to bundle it all in a streaming service and hand it to you. Shot or no shot, you'd rather just have cable back. Yes, not original to me. But someone on Twitter said, there's a word for this. It's called cable. I mean, this is what we just had, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so shot or no shot, you just want cable back. In some ways, it's, that's a shot because the streamlining of it would be so much easier. Because right now, Jonathan Hood, I could tell, not tell you how many subscription services I pay for. I don't know. I really have no idea. Have you looked through your TV lately? I have. Okay. And we get all of them, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't think we have Paramount Plus, but maybe. How's how's BET Plus working lately? Oh, no, I Pretty don't good? have BET. Are you sure? <laughs> you say you didn't know. I Boy, thought you just really quick maybe. to say no. That was. <laughs> Shut up! I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I, I do P have. No way! What do you don't put that on me? No way! <laughs> wow! I mean, you got off of that quickly. Wrong <laughs> BET Plus. <laughs> I don't. I didn't Boy, even know I there mean, was, was a BET Plus. That was speedy. My I don't know if there was a. The I didn't know there was a BET Plus. No what has BET Plus given me? I have, I have no idea what's on my cable. BET Plus. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is not what I said. We'll we'll replay it later. Oh brother! Pretty, I know you will. It was pretty swift. Was it? Uh, well, <laughs> I just that one I know because I is that even a thing? It is. Okay. Well, I didn't. It, know it, that. For once, I'm not gaslighting you. That okay. is a thing, and the reason why for is once. <laughs> for once, I'm not gaslighting. At least you, you can admit it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that actually is a thing, and I did not know it was a thing until uh, until Peacock put it on. Um, what do they our air system. on there? Uh, programming, Camp comedies, programming. Yeah, that, like that new Tyler comedies. Perry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know they got stuff. BT Uncut. Yeah. Video. BET Uncut. Okay. Chris Berman's on there. Two African American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights. So, I mean, I mean, so they say he's on there. He's got his own program. So it's pretty cool. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Abe Lincoln's birthday. It's it. Stephen A. The brother. He's on there. He's got a program. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's a variety. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is it showing up in this new conglomerate that they're offering us in the fall of this year? Berman, no. Hopefully not. Well, who knows? Oh, <laughs> if it's all sports all the time. <laughs> it's interesting that they threw in True and TBS and TNT yes. for like the NCAA tournament, yep. but not CBS. Mm-hmm. CBS is like, no, we're not playing. We've got our own. Yeah, we got Paramount. We got our own system working over here. If all of these companies are willing to get on board with one another, why don't we just get like 
one of the real big boys, one of the titans, Amazon. Just get all yeah. of these people to come together and make an app that is live sports. That's it. Put it all in one place. Then I can get rid we, of cable and everything else. We had that, and we all, we all got rid of it. Now they're reeling us back in. And I argue I am paying more now in separate streaming services than I ever did for cable. Because, oh, by the way, my internet, well, I'm getting really fired up. My internet is also separate. Yes. And it's not cheap. Xfinity. Well, <laughs> well, I think the bottom line of all of this is is that these streaming services by themselves do not work. They're not lucrative. No, I by see themselves, the they're not. No. I, see, I see it all the time. They, they're trying. Mm-hmm. CBS, Disney, ABC, NBC with Peacock, Fox by itself, Warner Discovery, which is all the Turner brand stuff. It just does not work. Mm-mm. They try. They're losing money hand over fist. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars. It's only because... We only have so much bandwidth as a human being. Yes. That's the only reason why. Correct. You will lock in on your favorite show on, on Netflix or on Amazon. Fine. But it doesn't mean I'm going to watch everything all, all at once. Right. I, mean, I, have the, I barely have the weekends to watch TV. And if I have a favorite show, I'll binge watch or I'll watch that show. But I can't watch everything. No. And so that's the thing. Like When you, when you stretch it thin like that... That's exactly what happens when you lose money. It's like, well, how come people aren't watching these these shows that we built? We just don't have time. Just There's not time. time. It's just not realistic. But you know what sucks is like as much as I want to agree, Hoodie, that Netflix did the thing. They raised their prices and they locked out password sharing so you mm-hmm. can't do it anymore. Yeah. You have to have your own account. People thought that was the death knell for Netflix, that they'll never survive. Subscriber count went up. Went up. Yes. And what does it say about us as a society? I We're know. locked into these things. I know. And yeah. We are. And, and remember when Netflix was seven ninety nine a month? Yes. Dear Lord. It's one, it's one of the few that are, that's actually successful. Yeah. Where the subscriber number is going up. Now WWE is going to be there in 2025 wow. with Monday Night Raw. So, wow. So that means more people will say, we'll say, we're off the USA Network, go to Netflix. And it's like, okay, we got to subscribe. Yeah. Got to subscribe. Because I still no want to watch it. Yeah. It's like Peacock putting their uh, a college basketball and college football yes. and an NFL playoff game up there. On, on there, right. Do you think people aren't going to pay for it? And, and all these people are saying, they're like, come on, it's only like four ninety nine, And then they reel you in. Next thing you know, it's thirty five ninety nine a month. And you're like, well. Yeah. They still have one football game a year. You're like, yeah. oh, I watched the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Oh, they got episodes of The Office on here. Great. I know. <laughs> Stumble from one thing to the next. And the thing is about the increase, you never see it coming until you, you see the bill. Because you right. just assume. And you forget to unsubscribe. Of course. A, I got a ton of those, by I the know. way. So, oh, same. Same. <laughs> there are several little like little services or things that I, I signed up for on the deal and forgot to cancel before they charged me triple what i paid the first time they get you every time every single time and sometimes i forget until the product shows up at my house and then i think oh i've got to cancel that Dang. but i forget they got me again got me again ah. wait so waddle wednesday we'll hear from tom waddle coming up at eight thirty-five. but first around the nfl super bowl stories edition captain jay hood on chicago's home for sports good morning Glad you're along for the Captain J. Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Good morning. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I won't win it. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean... What's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Huh? Time 
now for Around the NFL right here on Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. You got your hookup. We're going to take care of your Super Bowl party, a $250 gift card to Lou Malnati's. When you hear the phrase that pays, we got your hookup. It's a lot of pizza. Oh, yeah. And more. And more. And more. Salad? Oh, their salad, salad is so good. Am I eligible to win? I'm probably You not. are not. Here's the phrase that pays. I love rubbing and touching my meat. So when you hear that, well, when you hear that next time, the next time you hear that, we want you to be caller 10 on the regular line, 312-332-3776. The phrase that pays for uh, Lou Malnati's gift card. You, know, you are not eligible. Two, I mean, that takes care of all of your uh, Super Bowl party needs. With leftovers. It's our way of saying thanks for listening to Captain J. Hood. Including your meat. Oh, okay. The next time you hear it, not right now as I see the phone next lines Next time flooded. you hear it. The next, next time, time you hear it. And there's no telling when that might be, so download the app, listen all day. That's Take a, it with you wherever you go. That's exactly right. You're I listening should, to ESPN 1000 in during, case you forgot. We're going to play it during Northwestern Nebraska later. <laughs> Here's Bowie. Knocks down the jumper. Rub your meat. What is that? What? <laughs> Cool it down. Bowie oh, for a three. Oh, and it would be really pissed. Here's. here's He'd be really upset. <laughs> you Chris Collins is getting ejected. I love rubbing and touching my meat. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Right in the middle of the game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the Wildcats. Rubbing your meat. Win oh the game. My. Yeah, they buttoned up. Very professional, Dave, and it would not like that. <laughs> Around the NFL, Super Bowl Stories Edition. Here's... Never be afraid to rub your meat. Oh, oh okay. my gosh. Thank you, Paula. Uh, hey, Norley. <laughs> I have a list of the biggest storylines this week in the Super Bowl. And I will save the one that I deem to be the single largest storyline for the end. So it's a tier list of stories? It's not a tier list, but it's just a list. And I want to get your thoughts on some of them. Okay. A, one that I think is com- totally overblown because it's clearly going to happen. Will Taylor Swift fly in from Tokyo? Oh, Will she be at the Super Bowl? Yes, of course she's going to be at the Super Bowl. It's been reported by Adam F. and Schefter. Yes, she will be at the Super Bowl. Yes, there's no question about it. And there will be a proposal. Oh, stop it. No, there will not. No, there will not. No, there might be a proposal. It's just not going to be Travis and Taylor. A ring for a ring. Oh, brother. No, there's no way. I don't know why you're so shrewd against love. I do, you're right. I hate love. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, you're so anti this relationship. I'm just willing to die on the hill that it it was a PR move. That's all. God, you would you would have been hell at the in the against the lockers at uh, in high school. Look at those two. They're both wearing Letterman's jackets. They're not really in love. That was you in high school. No, it wasn't me in high school. They're just trying to get clout. I just, two more opposite people in the world could not, I mean, just so opposite. Let's go back in time. December of 2023. Here's Dion Miller. I was like, that's the position that Taylor Swift's alleged, I always say alleged boyfriend plays. And she's always like, she's, she argues with me about whether or not that they're actually together. But then after they kissed on stage, which again, what grown person in their 30s does that with their boyfriend? But I digress. If you want to believe that they're in love, then go for it. But they're anyway. They're still single. You're forgetting those days when you had romantic dinners at home together. Yeah, but, and, but you, also know, you, also, <laughs> you also know, Peggy, that... All he had to do was stand behind that little curtain and they could have shared that kiss privately. But no, they didn't do that. 
they made sure a million people saw them kiss. She's a senior and he's a sophomore. That's not real love. Right. Anyway. That relationship will never last. Anti-love and anti-PDA. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. God forbid America sees a couple share love, Dion. Oh You're against God. this? It wasn't America. It was Swifty Nation. <laughs> Far different. You can tell that Dion Miller watches a lot of sports and no Lifetime specials. I love Lifetime movies. Stop it. <laughs> love I love there. them. But there's there love is there. a lot of love there. Okay. Right. That's not real. Oh it's my not. God. It's He's going to kill you. Watch for the knife. Let me just tell you. This is where I start. In the last, what, however many relationships Taylor has had, maybe four, whatever it is, she had, I could count on one hand how many public photos she took with her said boyfriend. And this entire relationship has been done on a screen or on a picture. The entire thing. Like, just full stop. It's not... To, and I just... There, that's it. That's it. I'm sticking to my story. Hate to love. Now we go. So we got <laughs> Swift at the Super Bowl. What's the next story at the Super Bowl? Uh, the excuse train is leaving early from the station for the San Francisco 49ers who have complained that their field at UNLV they're using for practice is too soft. They're unhappy with the playing surface as they've been practicing ahead of the Super Bowl and are looking for alternatives. This is just an excuse, an early excuse. Of course we were going to lose. Our field was soft. The 49ers are three bears. They feel like they it's too soft. Is it too, too firm? Hard. Just this, right. Then you know what? Play, practice at Santa Clara and fly back in then. How about yeah, that? If, you, if it's that bad. Here's a question. Didn't they have like a whole week off before they got there? Didn't they send someone in advance to like check out where they're going to be staying? Yes. So then what? This shouldn't be a surprise. They didn't have the Sox sod father to look at this, look at the field for them to make the uh, there, There's only one of those. Yes. The best. The best. The very, very best. The it, it is true. Yeah, the sad father's amazing. So excuses for the 49ers. In case they lose, they'll blame, blame the, the soft. Get out of my face. It's too soft. Stop. Yeah, they needed Eberflus to get some Bermuda grass for them. <laughs> Next one. Uh, is there pressure on Brock Purdy to prove he's not Jimmy Garoppolo? I've been hearing this one more and more as the week has gone on. Is there pressure on Brock Purdy? To prove he's not Jimmy Garoppolo. He's Mr. Irrelevant. He's in the Super Bowl. How much could be left to prove? Think that through. That's just so amazing. He he doesn't have to prove anything anymore. I don't think there's anything left for him to prove. It's house money. Yes. Agreed. I mean, am I going to look down at Brock Purdy if San Francisco loses the game? Absolutely not. This is more on, on Shanahan. And that whole system and that whole organization more so than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is in this system, and it's worked so far. But on the biggest stage, if he fails, 49ers fail. If we yeah. come here Monday morning and they lose, if Brock Purdy has two or three picks, like it's Brock Purdy. What did I expect? Not much. I well, expected the four. I expected. I went to 49ers to be able to to step up running the football with McCaffrey, strong defense, yes. all that. I'm not expecting a lot from Brock Purdy. He doesn't. He just. I mean, I hate the phrase, but he just needs to manage the game. Like, just don't be the reason you're losing. I'm, I'm not expecting him to, I, I don't know. I'm not expecting him to be the MVP. There's nothing wrong with being a game manager. I don't think so either. It's not, a, it's not a sexy phrase, game manager. But, heck, if it gets the job done, who cares? I manage the show every morning. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm a show manager. It's fine. They pay you me. Will they, own that. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. I thought I get paid handsomely to just manage the show. That's all. Just a nice, easy driver. Fifty-five <laughs> in the lane. Got my, At least my, we have a driver. <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> exactly. 
I produced shows with no driver before. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? I've been a part of shows with no driver. <laughs> All right, what I deem to be the single biggest storyline of the Super Bowl on Sunday. Hoodie, you've alluded to it a little bit there. Kyle Shanahan got to get a ring. If I'm going to keep hearing about this guy as being one of the great coaches, I mean, Dan Orlovsky went on Twitter yesterday, said, where does he rank among coaches in the last two decades? It's 20 years. He said, top four, top five. I said, what? That's dumb. Belichick, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, Tom Coughlin. Like, I could go on and on. You got to win a ring. Yeah. All I have from Shanahan is you got rocked in the NFC title last year. Granted, your quarterback was hurt. You got rocked. I got blowing a 10-point lead and still losing by double digits against the Chiefs in the last Super Bowl. Correct. And I got, when you were an offensive coordinator, not all of the blame is on you for this, but when you were offensive coordinator with Atlanta, the Falcons blew a 25-point lead to the Patriots, and with under four minutes to go in field goal range, Shanahan dialed up two pass plays that resulted in a holding penalty and a sack and got him out of field goal range. Would have won the Super Bowl. He played a part in losing it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's on his. That's on his resume. He has way more to prove. There's no doubt about it. It's, it that's his football team. That's his system offensively. Not, not only that. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you. Sorry. Um, but what anything any coach that is related to Kyle Shanahan in any way has been a part of. People want to hire them. He, he's got to win. Yes. He's got to win. Yes. It's on him and his reputation. Doesn't mean. Yes. That, doesn't mean that he just falls apart. And if they don't win the Super Bowl. But the point is, though, is that people have been waiting. We see the resume. We see what you're doing offensively. Right. Now can you push it forward? Can you get over the hump and win a Super Bowl against a team that's on a roll in the Kansas City Chiefs? Right. And this is a dynasty. You beat that dynasty, people will remember that. Right. They say, oh, Kansas City's not any good. And Kansas City found a way on the road to win these games. And now in the big spot, big spotlight, can you get it done? If Shanahan gets past the Chiefs, that will be story A. Yeah, like it's like, no not doubt. Just, not the 49ers got the Super Bowl because it's not like we've ever seen that before. But just Shanahan and that team wins. And now people would say, man, can we find a quarterback out of the scrap heap? Can we? Now they're going to try to copycat what the, the Shanahan does. Of course. Because that's how it works in sports. To be it, clear, he's a fabulous coach. Like, he, I'm not oh, calling him a bum. Correct. He's phenomenal. Yes. But. If I got to hear about him as one of the greats of the last two decades or some all-time great, buddy, you got to win the big one. You've got to win. Yeah, that was Orlovsky being ca- uh, caught flat-footed there. That's just He was just caught up in the air. That's what happened there with that opinion. There's no way, if he looks back at that, that he'd say that. Absolutely not. So how soon, if the 49ers win, how soon after the Super Bowl do we hear that Travis and Taylor are taking a break? <laughs> oh, I wait... Oh, man. Right before, Just right, wondering. Right before the album drop. <laughs> Correct. Thank you, that? Jay Moore. Uh, is there any more to the list? That's what we got. Okay. Swift in the Super Bowl. Ex- uh, excuses for the 49ers with the practice. Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. That's what we have on our list. All right. It is a Waddle Wednesday. We'll hear from Tom Waddle. That is coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and also on Twitch. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Tom Waddle, Tom Waddle, former wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Mike Waddle, the guy's amazing. 1989 All Madden team and afternoon co-host on ESPN Chicago. I think he's going to start at least eight games in the National Football League next year for a team that's going to give him a chance. It's Waddle Wednesday with Tom Waddle. Listen. 
I got a pedicure in an hour. When I get back here, the wheels better be spinning, all right? On Kevin G. Hood, ESPN Chicago. Tom Waddle with us every Wednesday on uh, Cap and J Hood, and this portion of Cap and J Hood brought to you by the Village of Bolingbrook. Elevate your business at thebolingbrook.com. We have got your hookup for your Super Bowl party. $250 gift card to Lou Melnati's. We're going to play the phrase that pays, and then once we play it, be caller 10 312 332 3776. Tommy's on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, call the car X-Men. Morning, Tommy. How are you? Good, Tom. Thank you. Hi, D. Hi, Tom. Tom. How are you? Go ahead, Tommy. We're great. Tommy, good to hear from you again, okay? Uh, Super Bowl, Las Vegas, go ahead. Are we going to do this every Wednesday throughout the course of the year? I mean, I'm up for it. But uh, if, in fact, you guys have no plans of doing it, uh, that's, I'm going to miss that. So you're going to have to call me once a week. And just ask me how you're going to be on every Wednesday. Okay, it's cool. It's Waddle Wednesday, not just oh, football so season. Yeah. Waddle Wednesday. You're going to be on so next week and then next Wednesday and after that. And when you need a vacation, we'll have someone else fill in. But it's Listen, Waddle Wednesday. I can break down the inactivity of your favorite NBA team here in town as well as anybody. <laughs> we all do, right? That's, yeah. that's no doubt about it. Red that win last night? Woo, they're going to be NBA champs. Oh, gosh. Is that the wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with talking about that. Uh, Tommy, Super Bowl, go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, San Francisco, Kansas City. I just want to know um, your, your thoughts on both quarterbacks. We've seen the San Francisco system with Brock yeah. Purdy and how well that has worked. Uh, and then you see Patrick Mahomes. We, he's on a run right now. How do you look at the offenses for both teams? Well, it's it's funny. I was talking to Shea uh, at the break, and, and I think the key to this game, honestly, could be could be dialed into both teams and running the football. The quarterbacks look Patrick Mahomes best I've ever seen. Like Brady's the most accomplished, but for me, and just my opinion, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't. I know I haven't seen anyone play the position better than Patrick Mahomes. So he's the best I've ever seen. He obviously would get the edge. I'm not all in for for giving credit just to the system. And and you know I'm a, I'm a Shanahan you know fanboy, so mm-hmm. I love everything he does. I think he's the most creative mind in the game. Does it help that Debo Samuel is there and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey and all that? Yeah, it does. There's no question about it. Trent Williams, but the quarterback also still has to play at a high level to make everything work. So I, I give I give pretty. I mean, he's through for over four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns this year. You have to give him his you know his credit as well. So, but I, I mean, there's no comparison between the two. But if you if you look at how both teams have run the football, both teams like to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Neither team stops to run. I mean, the 49ers defense just is not. I don't think it's as good as people think it is. I think that all of the analytics would tell you that if you dive deep into the numbers, they're a pretty average group. And in their two playoff games against the Packers, they allowed 136 rushing yards on five yards per carry. And against the Lions, they gave up 182 rushing yards on over six yards per carry. And if you flip it around, Kansas City's bottom five or six in a lot of statistics against the run as well. So, I mean, I know everyone wants to see a high-flying Super Bowl, and maybe you will. But I think a lot of this game will be determined on on the ground as well. As much as you like Shanahan, and obviously the league does. I mean, any total fanboy over here. Okay, well then, do you think what we were just discussing that he has to win to Uh, solidify that legacy? Yeah, yeah, I think it's important to win one. There's, There's no doubt. I mean, look, there's a difference between even if they never win. 
a, he doesn't win a Super Bowl. To me, he's always going to be one of the best offensive minds the game has seen in the last several decades. But to join that crew of you know best overall coaches, of course he's got to win one to join that elite group. Um, you know, I mean, the, the there is still the stigma of the you know the twenty eight to three comeback from the Patriots when he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, and um, you know they still they get they got to win the big one for everyone to kindly uh, to kind of see the the you know the Shanahan greatness in the manner in which a lot of us feel he he deserves to be looked at. So, um, yeah, right now Andy Reid, you know, advantage Andy Reid as well. I'm leaning to the Chiefs overall. I just think I I've made the mistake playing the Ravens on the money line and you know shame on me for putting my hard-earned ten dollars on anyone other than Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid so I'm not going to make that mistake this time Tommy what makes for the 49ers offense unique or quarterback friendly I should say because it just, I can't say that anyone can run it but I'm, what I'm saying is is that it just seems like everyone is flourishing in it yeah it's the it's such a it, it's it's such a beautiful thing to watch, Jonathan. If if you just kind of if you're a football nerd and you there's a great article. I think one of the backup quarterbacks, he may be with the Rams, wrote an article on the Athletic about why it's such a you know it's a it's a beautiful thing and, and all that goes into the Shanahan style and McVeigh and all of these guys and what they do. You know, the, the, I think that, and this may be a touch of an exaggeration, but I think that there are things that he does early in a game, maybe not in the Super Bowl because the stakes are so high, but during the season, he didn't give a rat's ass as to what you accomplish on this drive. But what he's doing is he's setting you up. He's gathering information. It's almost like you know this huge supercomputer. I'm going to do this to see how you respond. So when we get late in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, I know exactly what your tendency is going to be and what you're going to do when I show you this look. And then I'm going to dial up something that makes your head spin. I think he does a lot of great stuff with motion. I think he puts his guys in position. I think he does a great job getting guys, whether it's Kittle or it's Ayuk or whoever. He puts guys in really advantageous situations. Um, a lot of, of, of play calling and offense designing is about trying to put your best against their, their worst. And nobody does it better than him. So you know, even the run game, I, I get, you know, I, I love the passing game, but the run game concepts are really cool. Um, a lot of the stuff that they do is just, you know, you, you sit back and you watch it and you're like, there's no question. He's, he's playing chess and the other guy's not playing chess. So, um, I think it's play design. I think it's uh, watch motion, how he uses motion to determine coverage. And I think it's how you kind of – you'll see him run plays in the first quarter and then in the fourth quarter may put a little wrinkle on it because he saw how you responded to it and then takes advantage of you in the, later in the game. It's just really cool to watch. And he learned it from his dad. His dad was as good at it as anybody. So shifting gears just slightly, we've been talking all morning about what Adam Schefter said on your show yesterday with Sylvie and and getting people's reactions to him saying that he feels like maybe the Bears could get a a number one draft or a first round draft pick for Justin Fields. Were you surprised by that? Yes. Um, Look, I I think if if that was the case, I think that deal would be made sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Um, I just we we went through this exercise, D, the other day about who would be interested. And, And look. I don't want to have this fight with everybody. I, I, I think he's a good. I think he's a good player who's made some progress. I, this is not. I'm not going to sit here and just try to tear him down because I think he does some things really well. But if you're an offense, you know what do you? You're going to have to kind of tailor everything to him, and it's it's not kind of plug and play. So that kind of limits you 
with regard to where he could possibly go and flourish. I don't believe that Luke Getze's in the building in Las Vegas saying, we got to have Justin Fields. Luke Getze's in Las Vegas <laughs> in large part because he couldn't make it work here. Right. So I think that eliminates, you know, from my perspective, eliminates the Raiders. Um, the Steelers with Arthur Smith looks like a place he could go. I just don't know that, that anyone's going to part with a first overall pick. Because if think about it. If you're willing to spend a first on a quarterback, why wouldn't you just draft one? You know, you may like Justin a little bit more, but if you had the pick at 20 and Penix or Bo Nix drops to you, at that point you've got a rookie quarterback on your terms instead of having to give up draft currency and then face a higher salary. So I don't think it'll be a one, but look, Shefty knows more people and knows more about this than I do. I thought the thing that Shefty said as well that caught me just as kind of curious was if, in fact, you traded the the number one overall pick to Washington, that it would bring back multiple ones. Now, you could ask for whatever, and I think that you would get a premium because Washington would obviously be wanting this badly. But if Shefty was thinking they were, you're going to obviously swap one for two, but if he thinks you're going to get, I would consent to next year, 2025 mm-hmm. first-round pick. But I find it, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. I think giving the 2025 first-round pick and the 2026 their first-round pick, you're a young building team with a new GM and a new coach and a new quarterback, and I don't know that you want to give up future draft currency that high, that much of it. So I could see you know, a first in 2025 and maybe some other stuff to, to swap that spot, but I was surprised he said multiple first-round mm-hmm. picks. Suitors for Justin Fields and our pick for the Super Bowl with Tommy coming up next. Waddle Wednesday on Cap'n J-Hood. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Tom Waddle from Waddle and Sylvie, starting at 2.30 every day right here on ESPN 1000. He joins us on a Waddle Wednesday with Dion Miller in for Cap. I am Jay Hood. You know, the great thing about this time of year, Tommy, some prefer... The AFC and NFC championship games as they're, you know, they're the tip of the spear when it comes to football. Some love wild card weekend. And then you get the Super Bowl when you get everybody asking questions, you know, puppets and like uh, <laughs> cartoon characters, nonsense. And someone asked Brock Purdy, hey, you know, you kind of look like Lee Harvey Oswald. I have it. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm with him. I don't see it. I don't know why. That's A. And two, who, who is asking this question at the Super Bowl? Tommy, Lee, Harvey, Oswald, go ahead. Your thoughts. <laughs> don't want to be compared to him in any way. No. No. <laughs> Correct. That was Purdy's response do, do was accurate. Somebody, the person that asks that question wants to be recognized as yes. the person that asks the craziest question at Super Bowl. We all right. know that. Everyone's looking for attention so that it goes viral and becomes yeah, a social media Oh, I'm sensation. too tired. It's just so ridiculous. By the way, so ridiculous. everybody knows that Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald looks like Albert Breer. Go ahead, you dunce. <laughs> <laughs> Albert, you said that next week. I just wanted to let you guys know as well. I've already been called by Cap. Cap was on his walk this morning oh, and course. wanted to know what Mike Lombardi said about him when Mike joined us yesterday. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. He called me because too. We played for him. We played for Shay. I think Shay heard it, didn't you, Shay? Yeah, I was listening. It was fantastic. Yeah. Lombardi was throwing yeah, haymakers. Great. Yeah. Lombardi came back. 
basically said, I think the thing that resonated most with me about that was when he said, I bet you David was a big fan of Mitchell Trubisky back in the day, too, wasn't he? Oh. oh. Wow. It was wow. fun. It was, it's worth your time if you've got a, a few moments later in the day. So I just wanted to let you know your, 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 your partner called me this morning kind of, hey, I'm on my walk. I just was wondering, did Lombardi ever call you? and What did he have to say? I said, we're going to play it for you when you get back on Thursday because tomorrow – Sylvie's going to work with you, Jonathan, and Cap's going to be with me, so we'll, we'll play it for him. Yes. Uh, you know, this is why Waddle's going to heaven, because if I'm on the other side of that call, he says, what did he say about me? I'm on my walk. You know, I would have said, uh, ESPN Chicago app, Waddle and Sylvie, goodbye. Jonathan, And that would have been so long, everybody. That's what I would but have I, done. Jonathan, I did. I said, hey, just, you know, go onto the, go onto the app, and, and it's there. You can check it out. Oh my gosh! I enjoyed your interview with Brian Urlacher yesterday. That was funny too. We, yes, boy, we Brian funny. told Sylvie to piss off. It was when he so asked great. Him. It was yeah. so great. <laughs> that was special. <laughs> Didn't miss a beat, man. It came Sylvie right out. Sylvie asked him. Yeah, he said he was saying, you know, with the Travis and, and Taylor Swift thing. He, he it was like, you know how it is to date a, you know, a celebrity. What is the distraction? Before the conversation even even kind of grew from there, oh he was God. like, I'll piss off. It was so great. It was, <laughs> Quality. The 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 story that I will always have that I'll go to my grave with is the story of Paris Hilton and Brian Urlacher at the time. You recall this, right, Dion? Paris. I Hilton. do. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. My, one of my producers. I said, "Hey, you know what? Paris Hilton is in the skybox at Soldier Field." I'm like, "You know what? Let's get her on." I was doing a radio show against the Bears game, Bears Packers. I'll never forget oh, this. Oh my gosh! And my and my producer goes to the box and says, "Um, Mrs. Hilton, Jonathan Hood would love to have you on to talk about this game." And she says, "Okay, I'll be right back." She goes to the bathroom for 10 minutes, and she comes back. She goes, I'm ready. And my producer says, it's a, it's a radio interview. <laughs> she went to powder her nose or whatever. Oh. And she's looking. And she goes, oh, I'm not doing that. She was willing to do the TV, but not the radio. But top. not the radio. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's a, wow. You got that. Okay. So Sorry, I derailed, derailed the conversation. My bad. Okay. You always do that. That's fine. But you've been I know, hit, I'm an ass. No, I you've just it. been hitting the head a lot. Um, that's true. So, so Tommy... You say that you're leaning Chiefs, cause, so maybe you're leaning toward me that you'll never bet against Patrick Mahomes again, ever. Amen. I don't care if like next year they decide to, Patrick Mahomes is going to play the Bills by himself, one on 11. I've got Patrick in the money line. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I learned my lesson. I mean, the, the guy is just, it's crazy. And, and Look, he, I mean, Andy Reid is fabulous, and 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 don't overlook that that Chiefs defense. I know I gave him hell for not being able to stop the run very well, but Steve Spagnuolo has done a brilliant job. I would argue that the defense dragged them to the postseason this year. Yes, mm-hmm. and then you know Patrick did his thing. So yeah, I think so much as I am a, a 49ers fan, this, these are two of my favorite teams. You know, obviously the Bears are my favorite team, but mm-hmm. when when you're talking about outside of your your own team. The Chiefs, very, very likable. The 49ers, I just love what they do. I find them likable as well. So this is, this is going uh, to be one of my uh, favorite Super Bowls, and I'm, I'm definitely going to lean to uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Tom, briefly, are we missing a team when we say if there are suitors for Justin Fields? I said earlier, Steelers, Atlanta, Falcons. Am I missing a team that could be looking uh, maybe at Justin? Denver? 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 Mm. I, um. 
this is the point, Jonathan, that I was making was is that I, you know several weeks ago I was like, oh, def- definitely, and I think Justin's got value. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but when you try to kind of narrow it down and say, hey, is this team and what are they willing to give up, and and you're going to have to kind of tailor some things to the strengths of him. Where where's the destination? And I think that's I think it's a good question. Can I get back to you? No, no, just wondering. Those are three. Those are three teams that need a quarterback. Well, I, the t- mm-hmm. People say to me, the Titans. Well, I, I think they like Will Levis. You know, I think yeah. they want to see more of Will Levis. So, well, you won your award, and so they're playing you off now, Tom. What award <laughs> did I win? Oh, uh, the opportunity to be on Cap and J Hood again. The award-winning Waddle, Waddle Wednesday. How about that? That's the greatest accomplishment of all. I, I enjoy it every week. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tom, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks, See you Tom. guys. Have a, Have great, a great day. day. Bye, D. Bye. Tom Waddle with us, okay? A little Waddle Wednesday on the Kayak Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the car If the Chicago Bears were to make a deal with Justin Fields, would you say that they can get a number one pick? We will talk about that in two minutes on Cap and J Hood.